1: Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. We'll uh, move on to a little Notre Dame football recruiting now with Christian McCollum from IrishSportsDaily.com. How are you today, sir? Thanks for having me. Yep, absolutely. Good to have you as always. Well, kind of a lot of activity going on, I guess, right now, you know, with uh, with, with recruiting. And all I saw Notre Dame put out a couple of new offers to some 2023 guys this week. So uh first one is an offensive lineman from the state of Kansas, Joe Otting. What can you tell us about him?
2: Yeah, I'd say this was an offer the kid had been waiting on, but I'm not sure he was expecting it, at least not until recently. Hmm. He did visit in the fall, but I'm not so sure there was a ton of communication between then and this week when he found out about the offer. That being said, he told me he was quote unquote speechless by it, and it's <laughs> definitely one he's going to consider. Um, and he even mentioned to me that Notre Dame was kind of like a dream school of sorts. So, um, you know, he wasn't he was in South Bend for a game last fall. Um, he's going to return next month, uh, just prior to Irish invasion. Um, Irish invasion can be on a Sunday. Notre Dame traditionally has a passing camp and alignments camp the day before, um, so he's going to be there to to participate in that and get a little bit of a tour around Notre Dame. And then he'll probably take an official later in the month. So, um, you know, this kid, he's, he's, he's got offers from Kansas, Kansas State, Nebraska, um, Iowa, Iowa State, and Baylor, schools like that. Um, the only other official he has right now is is a, is a official locked into Iowa. Um, the last weekend of June. So um, I know a lot of people are like wondering where did this offer come from? Kind of came out of left field. But does it mean they're out on some other guys? And I don't necessarily think so. Um, obviously, Austin Syraveld, a guy we've talked about multiple times on this show, came down to Notre Dame and Ohio State for him. He was going back and forth. He committed to Ohio State this week. Um, so that's one guy off the board. Notre Dame wasn't shocked by that by any means. Um, another guy we've talked a lot about on here, Samson ok- Okunlola, the kid from Massachusetts. He still remains a bit of a mystery at this point. You know, Notre Dame, they did surge with him when Harry Hestan came up, uh, was hired again, but, you know, they kind of are still kind of in limbo trying to figure out his true interest level. And so at this point, it, it makes sense for them to kind of make sure they do have some other targets on the list. And and I throw Elijah Page in this, mix, uh, in this mix with Joe as well. Elijah's a kid that was offered a couple months back. Um, He's locked in an official visit, so he's going to be on campus next month. Um, But I don't think this is reflective by any means of where Notre Dame stands with some of their other top, you know, offensive line targets. You know, guys like Charles Jagusa, Monroe Freeling, Sullivan Absher. Um, Absher and and Jagusa, I still feel really strong about where Notre Dame stands with them. Um, I think they're right in the thick of it, if not the leaders there. Um, And as far as Freeling goes – you know, he's always been operating on a, on a lengthier time frame than most guys. I mean, Freeling may not decide until the fall. Um, Notre Dame is still in the mix there, you know, seriously in the mix there. Um, but with him not deciding that that long, um, depending on what happens with these other guys, you know, Notre Dame, they have to continue to make sure they, they have their bases covered. And I think that's what we're doing here.
1: All right. So uh, that is Joe Otting, offensive lineman from Topeka, Kansas, Hayden High School. That's my wife is from Topeka. Hayden High School is the Catholic school there. So he goes to the Catholic school there in, in Topeka. So that, you know, that kind of makes some sense when you connect those dots. There's another guy from 2023, a Missouri wide receiver, Josh Matting. How about him?
2: Yeah, so Josh is a kid. He goes to um, Lee's Summit High School, which for me, I, I don't know. Sometimes these 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 high schools stick in my memory bank. Drew Locke <laughs> went. Drew Locke went to high school there. There I you go. <laughs> talking a lot about Lee's Summit, but uh, yeah, so Tommy Reese was out there yesterday, and he checked on Manning in person. Got a chance to, you know, lay eyes on him and see him work out. That's really valuable in the recruiting process and the evaluation process. Um, is just being able to see the kid in person. So Reese made that stop there. Reese was also um, out to see Joe. That's where that offer came from. Um, And then, you know, basically Reese's reports on Manning in person, coupled with what wide receiver coach um, Chancey Stuckey was able to see on film, you know, they decided to extend the offer. Um, Another offer that, you know, kid was really, really fired up about. Now he plans to get to South Bend soon, wants to see more of the school, wants to learn more about it, but he isn't sure when that's going to be. Um, you know, he's he got officials right now locked into Iowa State and Missouri. Um, I do expect him to take that unofficial to Notre Dame. And if, if all that goes well, I think he'll return to South Bend on an official visit. Um, this is all obviously happening pretty fast for him. Um, but his only time frame for a decision right now is that he just wants to have it done by his first game next fall. So, you know, this is several months out. This is not a kid that's looking to wrap up his recruitment uh, by the end of June or anything like that.
1: Sure. All right. Christian McCollum, Irish Sports Daily com with The Notre Dame football recruiting update. We've talked a lot about, you know, some of these top targets a lot, but I wanted to ask about a few guys that maybe we haven't talked quite as much about in that stretch. One of them is Devin Houston. He's a defensive tackle kid from Canada originally, but he's playing in the States right now. So what do you know about this guy?
2: Yeah, so Devin he visited uh, back in January and he really really loved it. Um, Notre Dame defensive line coach Al Washington and Marcus Freeman have been doing a great job building relationships here with him. Surprise, surprise. Um, and you know we actually believe Notre Dame is the team to beat right now, and wouldn't be surprised to see this kid make a decision soon, like 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 soon, soon. Um, and you know definitely something to keep an eye on. This is a he comes from a truly athletic family. His older brother Caleb was a five-star basketball prospect just last year. Uh, played at Michigan this past season, and, and he's already tested in the NBA draft waters. So uh, this is a family that knows what they're looking for in schools. Um, they know they understand how the recruiting process works. You know, when you're dealing with five-star basketball recruits, I mean, you're getting the whole thing um, when it sure. comes to recruiting. Um, so he's a very athletic family. Um, and Devin, you know, being a defensive lineman, he is someone that Irish fans really need to keep a close eye on and, like, you know, really pay attention here.
1: All right. And then, then there's another one also on the defensive side. Maryland defensive end, Jason Moore, top level national guy. Notre Dame's really been on him for a while now. So, what's kind of the latest with him?
2: Another defensive lineman with an older brother who is a standout basketball player. Hmm. Uh, Moore's brother is Justin Moore. Um, If anyone watch, you know, pays too much attention to college hoops, you know, his brother plays for Villanova. Yeah, Um, he's the young man who, uh, you know, unfortunately was injured at the very end of yeah the Achilles game. Yep. Yeah, as they were wrapping up, um, you know, their trip to the, you know, clinching their trip to the Final Four. Uh, Justin Moore is a kid Notre Dame basketball recruiter for a little while. They're from the DeMatha. DeMatha is pretty much, you know, one of the perennial basketball powers in the country. And, and Jason, you know, played hoops there too. Um, so we're talking about a truly athletic defensive lineman. Um, unlike Devin, uh, J- uh, J- Jason Moore is not really in a rush to make a decision here. Um, but we also feel like Notre Dame is, is another kid Notre Dame is in a really, really good spot. Um, you know, he really likes Marcus Freeman. He really likes Al, Al Washington, really likes Chad Bowden. Um, and you know he's he's already been to South Bend. This is a kid that you know Notre Dame has been trying to get this kid on campus for years. It feels like I've been covering this kid for five <laughs> years now. Um, really nice young man. Um, really respectful. His AAU basketball schedule has made it uh, you know difficult in the past to get up to South Bend. I know. A couple summers ago, he was hoping to like squeeze in a trip up to South Bend while he was in Indy playing hoops. Um, he did make it on campus last fall for a game. The hope is he'll be back again. Um, but you know, it's hard to overstate. I mean, this is a truly elite-level guy, the kind of guy that would be – he'll be one of the – if he were to choose Notre Dame, he'd be one of the best prospects in the class regardless of whoever else comes hmm. on. Like He's a, he's a headline-type guy.
1: All right. Uh, position of continued importance is cornerback the defensive side of course uh and there's a kid from texas micah bell he's a guy the irish offered it really it hasn't been too long with him so where do they stand with bell right now
2: yeah notre dame they turned up the heat on him over the last month and a half or so and and it's clear that interest is mutual now you know notre dame was uh with him for a long time they extended the offer on saint patrick's day was one of the people were paying attention that was a crazy busy pot of gold day right One of the uh, 23 offers that went out was to to Micah. Um, He was on campus for the USC game in the fall, but he's going to be back for an official next month. Um, Freeman and Chad Chad Bowden have made huge impressions here. Um, He really especially likes the fact that Freeman is personally recruiting him. He he called that exclusive to me. Um, We've talked about this many times, but there's just not head coaches across the country that are involved on a day-to-day basis recruiting uh, the way Marcus Freeman is, it, it truly makes a difference. Um, he's not a big rush to decide um, timeline. He gave me was kind of like maybe November. Um, so another kid that you know you you'll be recruiting for a while, um, but the fact that they just kind of offered relatively recently isn't really going to be held against Notre Dame. Um, Tennessee and Texas are schools that had been mentioned earlier in terms of being like heavily involved, um, but really Notre Dame is the only school he's talked about in terms of setting up an official visit. And I think that does speak volumes about where Notre Dame stands with him right now. All
1: right. I feel like I have to ask you the obligatory Dante Moore question <laughs> because, you know, there's kind of been, you know, he had the social media post here, what, a few days back, I guess. And, and it obviously, I think it shook a lot of Notre Dame fans. So, I, you know, I guess, do you look at it as, you know, even though we keep hearing this kid is committed like is is he just sort of trying to enjoy this this period, you know, of being recruited by these different schools or or is there anything really to it? How do you look at this whole thing, Christian?
2: So it's it's hard and we've talked about this sometimes amongst ourselves at ISD and, and and I've wondered, you know, is this kind of the new way you'll be seeing recruitments go with, with NIL being a factor? Right. Yeah. Um you know, before, it's like, oh, you know, and, and and just so you know, Irish Sports Today, we're not reporting the kid has committed silently or otherwise, um, but obviously, you know, Notre Dame is, you know, we've had them as a leader at certain points, sometimes – firm leader sometimes not so firm but you know with nil going around you know people you know kids would kind of be somewhat it almost be irresponsible not to kind of look around yeah and check out all the other opportunities now i'm not saying that's what he's doing i'm just i've i've wondered is this something where that's going to happen where you know in the past you'd say hey this kid really likes school x he's just going to take another round of visits you know just to check these schools off the box and then you know a few weeks later he comes back and visits school x where now it's like all right, kid likes school X, but, you know, school Y and Z are saying they can really, you know, help him out a lot financially. And this is legal now. You kind of got to go to school um, Y and Z. It it reminds me of, um, I don't know if it was Daryl Dawkins or somebody back in the day. Um, Again, I'm not, this has nothing to do with Dante Moore. It just reminds me of a story um, where one of these, you know, basketball players way back in the seventies was pretty firm on, you know, going straight to the pros out of, high school um, when you could first do that and someone convinced him to go to a, on an official visit and I think he got handed $5,000 cash and then he said mom what do you think about college and she said well I think you should still go to the pros but I think we should take some more visits <laughs> 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 so it, it just you know that again not saying that's any, anyway what's happening right. here with Dante Moore but just kind of the idea of like you know now that money is is, is a legal thing and, and it's above the table um, you know a lot of times you have to do that now as far as the Oregon visit goes, you know I was skeptical about all the buzz that came out of there initially about oh my God Oregon's a favorite now mm-hmm. he's going to commit to Oregon in a couple of days. I never really bought that. Um, part of the reason is shoot, Oregon offered a quarterback that day, the day he left. You know that tells me Oregon doesn't think that he's getting them. Um, and right now it seems like it's winnowing down to two teams. It seems like it's kind of circling down the, to Notre Dame and
1: LSU. Hmm. Interesting, very interesting. And, I, and I'm, you know what the NIL stuff beyond you know, Dante Moore has obviously been a big topic, and I, and I just, you know, I we know that Notre Dame is going to keep things above board, and I know, you know, they got the thing that Brady Quinn has done. Is there, is there enough here, do you think, you, you know, once they get here, they're, you know, do you see where I'm getting at? You know, like, is there enough for, for Notre Dame, not just for Dante Moore, but to win these recruiting battles with with these other schools who are who obviously do have you know much bigger stacks of cash, it seems like that they're going to be throwing around.
2: Well, actually, earlier this week, I had a long conversation with the gentleman that would absolutely know the answer to that question. And okay. we'll have a big stories on that Ooh, next week um, on Irish Sports Daily. Um, pretty much the guy that everyone would want to talk to about this stuff. Okay, and he is adamant that Notre Dame just basically being able to sell what Notre Dame sells minus NIL um, is going to be great for them. It's totally enough for them to do. Not saying they're not going to, like, you know, talk about NIL or anything like that, but they think that this is a chance to highlight what's most important in these kids' life, which is not a handout, not the short money. um, You know, it's the 4 for 40, you know, foundation. I mean, that sounds like a – it's like a cliché, you know, motto by now, but – it really matters, you know, and his point was like, this is about, you know, where are you going to be when you're 35, 40, 50 years old? Notre Dame's going to change your life for the rest of your life. You know, you'll be able to get a job anywhere in the world, not just anywhere in the state. Um, So this is, you know, they really feel confident that they will be just fine with this. Obviously, you know, they're going to need to, you know, Notre Dame and the people around Notre Dame, alum and all that stuff, you know, being able to help Notre Dame keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, in terms of NIL. Uh, but Notre Dame's not backing down. Um, and from my conversation with this gentleman, they are very, very uh, confident in the things they're going to be doing over the next few years. You
1: know, and it's uh, it's interesting. You mentioned four for forty because I had this conversation. Notre Dame's 2002 College World Series team had its reunion over the weekend, and I got to go over there and you know hang out with those guys. And they're a couple millionaires in 20 mm-hmm. years later and it's not because of their baseball playing careers mm-hmm. it's it's because of their notre dame degrees and you know and even the ones who aren't millionaires th- that whole group is doing really well because of the notre dame mm-hmm. degrees they have and this is you know, it was, so it was kind of an interesting you know insight for me to, to to get to see that 20 years later you know what some of this stuff looks like for these guys
2: yeah, and I mean, people that followed the Notre Dame spring spring game recruiting weekend knew all about how uh, Hunter Biven, my guy Hunter, uh, put together almost 300, close to 300 alumni from Notre Dame football to come back for that weekend. Right. Listen, they're not doing that unless they feel very confident in the fact that, you know, we have hundreds of former, NFL, uh, former Notre Dame football players that are going to be able to show you exactly – how Notre Dame impacted their lives. <laughs> and, and trust me, the, the message was very well received. Notre, that spring game weekend is going to pay huge dividends
1: for Notre Dame down the road. Yep. All right, Christian, well, you already teased what sounds like a a great piece to read that's coming up here uh, next week. What else is going on right now at irishsportsdaily.com?
2: Yeah, we're actually going to have a few pieces based on that interview we did. That'll be next week. I I think that they're going to be really good. Yep. Um, Obviously, Friday we'll have our weekly ISD Intel um, with more, you know, kind of scoop behind the scenes, that kind of stuff. And we're just going to continue, you know, breaking down. Jamie will be breaking down everything that, you know, from the spring, um, him and Greg Flamong, um, while Matt Matt and John will be covering everything from football to baseball. uh, And Mike Frank will be doing his normal kind of – figuring out everything in here and scoop <laughs> and, and provide. I love it. Everyone loves anything that Mike posts. So right. um, get over to Irish Sports Daily for sure tomorrow for our ISD Intel piece. Um, and then next week, like I said, we'll have multiple pieces, um, you know, giving people really idea about where Notre Dame feels it stands with recruiting now in the immediate
1: future. All right. Sounds good. Christian, thanks as always. I will talk to you next week. Thanks, Sean. Yep. Christian McCollum, Irish Sports Daily. Dot com. We'll take a timeout. Sports Center update is coming up. And I'll just tell you right now, if you didn't hear earlier, South Bend Cubs baseball for tonight is canceled. No South Bend Cubs baseball game tonight because obvious if you look out the window, it's raining. Uh, but they are going to make that up as a doubleheader that'll start a little after two o'clock Saturday afternoon over at Four Winds Field. Take a timeout, Sports Center update, and then in the six o'clock hour, Bobby Hensley's with me for rapid fire on Budweiser's Weekday Sports
0: Week.